Hey, what's going on? You are listening to another episode of the Detail Spot Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm the host of this channel. This episode, we're going to talk about how to communicate with clients, you know, how to follow up with them. If they say things like, let me talk to my wife or let me think about it, let me get back to you, things like that, how to counter those things and how to set it up to where maybe you convert more of these. It's not to say that you're going to convert all of them, but I guarantee you after listening to this episode that maybe you'll have a different perspective on how to approach uh, those type of clients, how to approach those scenarios, and really just be able to convert more, um, a higher percentage of conversions of people who really were not ready to commit, but may be willing after you say these things. It's gonna be hard to follow up off of last week's episode because we had because because we had Jeremy Stevens, the owner of Sean Supply on. So if you have not checked out that, that episode, definitely check that out. Um, this episode probably won't be as good just because he is such a goat and uh, it's just gonna be me this episode. So let's go ahead and get into it, how to communicate with clients. Before we dive into the video, before we dive into this podcast, I do wanna invite you to join the detail community. This community is helping detailers take their business to the next level. So if you are a detailer that is just starting your business or a detailer who has already started your business but looking to get more success and put more money in your pocket, or maybe you're a detailer who has already has success but is looking to connect with other like-minded detailers. The detail community is for you. It is already helping so many detailers. They're already seeing so much success inside of it. And it is packed full of resources that are gonna help you take your business to that next level. You get business classes added every month. You get exclusive podcast episodes. You get live events where we come together every month, hang out, ask questions, and just run ideas off of each other. You also get access to pre-made promotional templates so that you have stunning content to post to your social media at all times so that your potential clients want to choose you over your competitors. It also is has a full course on how to design a professional professional website for your detailing business, showing you step-by-step step so that you don't have to pay thousands of dollars to a professional web designer. You can do it yourself. You have full reign. You're going to know exactly what to do. Plus, it's a lot of fun doing it. So you get all of those resources plus so much more. It is packed full of content. It is only $37 a month. That means for $1.23 a day, you get access to something that is gonna take your business to the next level. So less than a, a Coke at a gas station, you are gonna get access to resources that are gonna help you grow a successful brand, a successful detailing business, so that you can create financial freedom and wealth for you and your family. So definitely join that. The link will be in the description, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts uh, or Spotify, the link will be in the show notes, or you can go to thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join. I cannot wait to see you in there. I cannot wait to connect with you more and to see your business evolve over time. So I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in again. And uh, if you have not, if, you, if you're a first time listener, definitely check out some of the previous episodes. Last week we had on Jeremy Stevens, like I mentioned just previously in the intro. Uh, that episode went for about an hour. So just good conversation, really motivating, a lot of wisdom shared in that episode. Uh, but in this episode, I'm gonna talk about communication. It's gonna get a little bit more nitty gritty 
um, more on the strategy side of things this episode. Uh, but if you are enjoying the content that is coming from this channel, if you can, uh, leave us a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's going to greatly help the channel grow so that we can reach more people and maybe share it with a friend on social media, whether that be Instagram uh, or Facebook even, so that you know maybe your friends can get something from it as well if they're detailers. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into it. This episode is all about communication with clients, how to kind of get over some of those objections like, you know, let me talk to my wife or uh, let me think about it. A lot of times those things can come after as soon as you mention the price. Uh, not always though. There are three things that we're going to kind of talk about that reasons that customers just don't book instantly. The first one is going to be trust. A lot of customers won't, won't book with you uh, because they may not know who you are. They may not trust you just yet. And that's, a, that's an easy one to overcome. The hardest one to overcome is price. And that's, when we're, that's the one we're going to get into at the very end of this episode. So stay tuned for that. But the first one is trust. So if you are... You know, let's say you're going through your spill. This could be either text or phone call, email, however you're communicating with the client. Most of the time, I prefer text messaging just because it's documented. You can refer back to things if you need to. So it's really easy to, um, to communicate via text. It gives you time to respond as well. A lot of times I notice, even with myself on phone calls, you kind of trap yourself into either prices you didn't want to give, um, or you, you just kind of stray away from your normal routine. With text, a lot of times I copy and paste the same scenario. So if a customer is asking the same question over and over, a lot of times I just copy and paste. For example, if a customer is reaching out and they're saying, hey, how much to detail my uh, 2022 F-150? And I'll respond with a copy and paste text and say, hey, uh, okay, great. What is the, what's the condition of the vehicle? Is there any pet hair stains, spills, excessive debris, or anything that could take us past uh, longer than our average uh, service time? Something along those lines. That's almost exactly what I say, honestly. And that gives him the opportunity to give me the condition. A lot of times you may have to ask for pictures though. And that's one that I, I don't copy and paste just because it's super quick. If they say, yeah, it does have some stains, hey, it does have some pet hair, uh, it is a little bit beyond the, the average condition, you know, then you could follow up after that and say, okay, great, can you send us some pictures of the interior? This will give us a better idea of how long the service is gonna take and so that I can get you an exact quote. So boom, 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 they send you pictures, you can get them an exact quote, then you can send them your availability. Uh, now, let's say after you send them your availability or the price and they're just like, ah, you know, let me think about it, let me talk to my wife. This is the first thing you want to say after they say something along the lines of that. Uh, say, okay, great. What is the, what's the one thing that's kind of holding you back from booking right now? You know, or you could wait a, a day or two and then follow it back up and say, and say that exact thing. And a lot of times they may say, uh, you know, it's price. That's generally going to be the biggest thing, which we're going to get into later. Uh, but a lot of times it could be trust. And they could say, well, I just, you know, I don't know enough about your business or, you know, uh, I'm really looking for just the right fit for, for my vehicles. And, you know, I'm looking for someone to do a really good job. You know, then you can re reassure them. You can start to kind of pry on the thing that is, is uh, holding them back. And the thing is, the big thing with this episode is the fact that you need to ask that question. That one question is the one thing that has to get out there. You kind of have to, you know, um, 
point out the elephant in the room. You have to find what their elephant is, I guess you could say. Hopefully that analogy is a good one. Uh, but you have to find what that one thing is and pry on it. And it doesn't have to be pushy. We are not salesmen. And honestly, selling makes me uncomfortable as well. So if you're a person that is just a crazy good salesman and just born to sell type of person, you know, you're better at it than I am. It's, it's, that's one area that I really don't like. I don't like being pushy. I'm not built to be a used car salesman, um, but I know that I am in business to make money. And so are you, you didn't build your business to, you know, lose money. You build your business to, you know, have financial freedom and to be able to do more things than what you could at a nine to five job working for somebody else. So that one thing, it does require money. And so we do have to sell to some extent. We just don't have to be pushy with it. But the one thing, I guess, as pushy as you could possibly be, and as pushy as I will go, is just asking what the one thing is that's holding them back from booking with us. And, and that's not a big question. That's not something absurd. That's just kind of asking them so that, and for one, it's gonna help your business. Because if you have a, a lot of people saying the same thing, maybe it's something that you could work on. Maybe it is your business doesn't look professional enough and that's nothing to you know take personal. It's just one thing that maybe you're, the clients that are booking with you or looking to book with you, maybe your price point is too high based on how you look. And maybe that, and then maybe they'll be bold enough to tell you. So, but the first thing could be trust. And it's just saying, hey, you know, I just don't know enough about your business yet. And then that's an opportunity for you to say, hey, I've been detailing for this amount of years. Our company has done this, X, Y, and Z. We're accredited in this. We use these products, you know, and just go on and on about how great your company is. You know how great your company is because you built it. You're the one that takes pride in it. So that's going to be the easiest objection. That's going to be the easiest one for you to win them over. Now, let's say they still don't book and, you know, maybe they told you it was trust and it could just be still pricing because that's honestly going to be over 50% of the people. As soon as you tell them the price, they're going to be like, ah, that's a little bit more than what I was looking to spend, but you could still win them over because maybe you were around their budget um, and maybe you could still win them over by persuading them. So if they don't book with you initially, we're still talking about trust here. If they still don't book with you initially, maybe wait a few more days, follow up with them. The key part about this is following up. I would follow up three to four times before you just let that customer go to the next detailer or go to whatever other company. Because here's the thing is most customers that are initially trying to book with you, the, when you're when you're trying to market to somebody and when you are trying to get someone on the books and you're trying to reach more people to, to know about your detailing business, the one thing that's kind of important is they have to want the service in general. They have to be a customer that is wanting to pay somebody else to do that service. That customer is already that. So that's already half of the equation. So when they're reaching out to you, that person is already looking to have someone else do it, to trust a professional. The second part of it is the persuasion. Some clients are gonna need more persuasion than others, but I think a lot of detailers just let those customers that just don't book fall through the cracks. Here's how that's, that conversation would go. Hey, you know, this is Dustin with the detail spot. Um, are you, you know, what's the vehicle you're making model? They tell you, and let's say you get to price and then it's, ah, let me talk to my wife and then, okay, no problem at all. And then you just hang up. That's uh, most detailers in this industry. And a lot of times they're just gonna call the next, the next one. So 
Um, the thing with that is those customers could still be willing to purchase from you. It just maybe it just took the right question for you to ask. Um, and that would be, you know, what's the biggest concern? And then once you, what's the biggest concern that's holding you back from booking right now? And they'll tell you, you can pry on that. The second one will generally be availability, maybe. You know, availability, a lot of times you tell them that your availability and maybe your book's two weeks out and that just doesn't work for them. And then, you know, if you ask that question, hey, what's the biggest concern you have from, what's holding you back from booking right now? What's holding you back from getting on, on our schedule right now? And maybe they're like, ah, oh, that date doesn't work for me. And a lot of times, maybe it's the customer that's just like, ah, you know, maybe they're just the person that's like, okay, cool, I'll just call the next person if they have my availability. When in, in all reality, maybe they're just hoping you have, uh, you know, maybe they're just not asking a question, what else do you have, you know? And then you could tell them a couple more dates that may work for them. And then that may have been all it took, just that one question of saying, okay, cool, well, we do also have these dates available as well. So just prying a little bit further because every person is different, every personality is different. That's the key here is you can, a great salesman, and like I said, I'm not the best salesman out there. I'm just someone who knows that my business needs to make money, and I know I need to do the right things. I'm not gonna be overly pushy like I mentioned. I'm not a used car salesman, but I do ask the question of, you know, what's holding you back? They tell me availability. And if that's the only thing that I have to say is, hey, I also have these dates available. And maybe that one date was the one date they had they had open on their schedule as well. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 that works for me. And then they schedule with you. Oh my gosh, that would have been the easiest objection ever. And that would have been the easiest person to get on your schedule just by asking one question, get the elephant out of the room, and then boom, you got them scheduled. So availability would probably be the easiest objection. Trust would also be pretty easy just because you know how you know that your service is uh, valuable. You know, based on the previous people that you've detailed that said you did so great, you know, because you put the work in on your business. So trust is pretty easy. Uh, availability is probably the easiest just because you could just tell them a few more dates. If that works for them, great. You know, if they're, let's say you're booked two weeks, a month out, two months out, whatever the case may be, and they're like, oh, that's a little too far. Then you could go in back on that trust thing and say, hey, this is how great we are. This is why we book this far out. This is why, you know, you should book with us and, and wait a month or wait two months, wait three months even sometimes, you know, because we're gonna blow your mind out uh, we're gonna blow this detail out of the water and you're gonna love it that you're gonna you're you're trusting the best with your vehicle we're the most professional we're the best when it comes to you know doing what needs to be done doing the right steps to get the vehicle done correctly um, and to ensure maybe the coding lasts as long as it is whatever the service you're providing but availability when it in terms of them trying you know maybe they don't want to book that far out that goes back to trying to hype, hype your business up again and say why you're booked that far out. So that one's pretty easy as well. A lot of times it won't work. Maybe they're just wanting something quicker. Maybe they're just impatient. That's completely fine. Still follow up though. Make sure you keep a routine schedule of like what you need to do that day. If a client calls you today, they don't book, uh, you wanna put it on your schedule two days, three days from now to follow back up with them, maybe the next day. And if that next time they still don't book, then put it on another couple days, you know? so. Keep going down that, I would still follow up three to four times maybe until that fourth or fifth time and then it's just like, okay, cool, you know, maybe drop it from that point on. You know, you do still have their phone number, you do still have their email to remarket to because I said, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, capturing contact information is so important. It's gonna help you market way quicker, or not way quicker, but it's gonna help you market uh, to people that you know 
are interested in your service. They called you, they may not have booked, but they're that one check mark off of the list of things that you require from a customer. And that one thing that's pretty big is they are interested in your service. So capturing their email, their phone number, and their name, even though they didn't book with you, that's still super important. Okay, so the third thing, probably the one thing that you're waiting for is, what if they don't have the budget? What if price was their biggest concern? So you ask the question, hey, what's the one thing holding you back from booking right now? Maybe it was price, maybe it just, that's a little bit out of my budget, um, it's a little bit more than what we're looking to spend. All those words mean the same thing. You know, and this is how you kind of counter that. You know, if you have, if your prices are set at a point to where you can kind of work with them, that's also a plus, you know, so I, I, I oftentimes think that like our price points should be at a price point to where we can kind of work with it. And I don't mean negotiation. I don't mean, well, I'll give it to you for 200 less, you know, because that's just, that's selling yourself short. I don't mean that. I mean, Hey, okay, cool. What's your biggest area that would, what's your biggest area of concern? What's your, what is the one thing that you're looking for? the most from to get out of the service you know and they may say man i just want it really looking good you know i want the paint to improve and i want that ceramic coating to you know last as long as it possibly can so let's say they initially you gave them a quote for let's say uh, a detail with an enhancement polish no ceramic coating so we're going to take that out of the picture let's say you're around four or five hundred dollars you could say okay cool or or let's say you know you you could say, uh, okay, cool. We could still do the exterior. If the exterior is your biggest area of concern, the one thing that you're looking to get the most from, we could remove the interior and do the service for $300. Would that work for you? And let's say they're like, no, nah, I really wanted the interior as well. You could say, okay, cool. What if we remove the enhancement polish? We still will put a sealant on. You'll still notice a gloss enhancement. You know, a lot of those swirl marks will still be there. A lot of those paint defects will still be there, but it will be protected. And maybe the next service you could get an enhancement polish on it then to remove those defects. What about we do it for, you know, let's say 250 for doing the interior and exterior detail. Does that work for you? Obviously these prices are just something I'm throwing out there because I don't know your prices. I don't know what you include in your packages, but, but removing services may, you may hit the right services and explaining the benefits of, you know, even though I'm removing that, you're still going to see this, you know, we're doing that right there is you're removing a service because obviously you can't do, you can't remove, you can't do the same package for less just because like I said, that would be selling yourself short, but you're still removing something and then still trying to find something that works for them. So now let's go to the ceramic coating aspect of it. Ceramic coating is really easy because you got different packages. You got a one year, two year, three year, five year, eight year, 10 year lifetime, whatever, whatever coatings that you offer. Let's say you initially gave them a quote for a five year. Okay, they're like, ah, that's, that's way out of my budget. That's more than what I'm looking to spend. You know, let's say it's a newer vehicle in this scenario. You know, something maybe that has not a lot of defects, something that would be an easy day. Let's say you're like, okay, cool. You know, so you're looking to get it protected. You you just got this vehicle or you, you enjoy your vehicle enough to actually want to preserve the paint and want to, you know, hold its value as long as possible. Let's say, you know, five year, that was out of your budget. What if we did a two year for this amount? Let's say a two year coating for 600, $700, whatever your price point is. And that may have been that may have been within their budget. They, and you explain to them, you still get the benefits of ceramic coating. It's still going to sheet water, protect it from UV rays, chemical staining. It's going to make it easier to clean. You know, just like a ceramic coating would 
And if you maintain it, it could last longer than two years. You know, if you go through the proper maintenance steps, you could get that coating to last longer. You know, so go through those steps, offer them something different. That's the thing is, is a lot of times detailers just let it go. Okay, cool. Well, I, I, I hope you change your mind and then that's it. But the thing is, is that one customer could have been one negotiation or one objection, you saying just one sentence after that or one paragraph after that from booking with you. And that would have been crazy, right? A ceramic coating, boom, that's $700 right there on a vehicle that you wouldn't have got just because you never pried a little bit. You never pried on what the elephant in the room was. You know, so figuring out what their biggest concern from booking is that one question that you should ask after they say, let me talk to my wife or, you know, uh, that's a little out of my budget or, you know, let me get back to you. Okay, cool. I'll keep you in mind. Those things right there are things that a customer is just trying to ghost you. They're trying to either get you off the phone or to try to end the conversation because there's something that you have, like whether it be, you know, they don't trust you, your availability wasn't right, or the price wasn't right. Those three things, more than likely, it's going to be that price point. Uh, those three things are generally the reason that a client won't book with you. And you can pry just a little bit longer. You don't have to be a used car salesman, but you can, you can pinpoint what their problem is and you can give them a solution. You can counter with a different package. You can build yourself up. You can, you can hype your business up, tell them why you're so trustworthy and why other customers love your service or why you book a month out, two months out. The reason that people want to wait that long to book with you. Those three things, you know, just find the elephant in the room, pry on it a little bit more, and make sure to follow up with the client even though they didn't book with you initially. Follow up with them. It could be as simple as a text message that gets them on the t on your on your schedule. And this is not to say, and I'm not going to say you're going to get 100% conversion from this. I don't get 100% conversion from this either. You know, there's just some clients who. They, they just don't book. They're just window shopping. And that's, that, that's fine. You know, uh, maybe you were way over their budget. They just didn't know what detailing costs. They didn't know what ceramic coating costs. They called you. They were like, Oh my gosh, that was way out of my budget. You know, there are customers still like that, but not to say that you're going to have one out of three book just from doing this one thing, or you're not going to have, you know, three out of five book. Who knows? This is, it's up in the air but you're gonna convert some of them. If, you were, if you're the detailer right now that's just kind of letting those, those conversations drop and you're not doing these things, you are gonna see something from doing, you know, from doing something from this podcast. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully um, this resonated with you in some way. Let me know if it did. Let me know if one of the things that I talked about that you're gonna try uh, in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you did enjoy this episode or you have enjoyed any of the content that's coming from the channel, if you can leave us a review, it's going to greatly help the channel grow uh, so that we can reach other detailers as well and so that they can get something from it. And make sure to share it on social media if you can. Uh, I, I greatly appreciate you. And I greatly appreciate you anyway just for tuning in and uh, on a regular basis if you're a regular listener. And I appreciate you if you're a first-time listener. So, uh, And if you ever have any questions or you just want to connect with me or you know want to run an idea off of me, uh, always feel free to shoot me a message on social media. I'm mainly on Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well, but uh, mainly on Instagram. Uh, so shoot me a message on there and I'll, I'll gladly respond and try to help in any way I can. So I will catch you guys on the next episode of the Detail Spot Podcast. Thank you guys for listening.